Well, are you folks ready to begin? Fuck yeah. Ready to roll. So as Tim rightfully remembered there, you guys, um, yeah, have made your way into the the grove, as it's called, the, the underlayers of the citadel. Went through the workshop with all the goblins doing their different jobs. Passed through the hallways with the garden galleries. And the last thing you guys did was enter into a shrine room. So to remind you guys of the setting, it's the four of you, Hugo, Hella, Castan, and Thorn, with Erky T, Erky Timbers, following up <laughs> close behind. <laughs> Erky T. I like that. like it. So the room you've just entered um, looks like this. So it is a dragon-carved granite blocks lining the chamber walls and ceiling. Uh, though many of them are crumbled and broken, leaving stony debris on the floor. There's a huge marble statue of a rearing red dragon that stands in the corner of the western wall. The eye sockets of the dragon are empty, but a red, a red glow lingers there, providing a reddish light throughout the chamber. The radiance casts an inky shadow behind the statue's wide wings. There's a five-foot diameter circular tile of dark stone set in the floor in front of the dragon statue, and there are runes carved around the circular tile's inner edge. This is definitely reminiscent of some of the previous dragon statues that you've seen before. Thorn, you're up. I, I mean, to read the runes, to see if she can decipher anything? <laughs> you read Draconic, remember? <laughs> Candace just has this wide-eyed, blank look on her face like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, to remind you, um, <clears throat> Thorn, you've encountered a couple of these statues before, and you had figured out previously, at least in the previous ex experience that you've had, that it seems to be reading the runes out loud and chronic has activated, um magical elements of these statues previously. I would like to read them in my head. Please. Yes, you can definitely do that. So as you read them in your head, it reads, Let the sorceress power illuminate my spirit. Okay. Could I ask from you guys, is anyone using an active light source? I'd have light on my shield, I think, still. Okay. Yeah, and didn't Erky also have light cast on something? I think Erky's got also a light on uh, the on his, makeshift on weapon that he's using. <laughs> Isn't he a gnome? It's a very small light. <laughs> Ouch. You don't know how well endowed he is. It's like a third leg. Fair enough. What I missed. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. I haven't provided you guys a map, so no dicks on maps yet, but <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> so, with those two light sources, they're both clean white lights, and it does stand out to you that um, even with your white light brightening up the room, that reddish glow is still present around. Um, the circular tiles of the statue. And uh, can everyone make a perception check for me? Uh, Ooh, I got three. Eight. Fourteen. I also got fourteen. Yeah, you do see that 
you know, it, it, despite the red glow of the statue and your two light sources, um, there is still like a, a shadowy, dark kind of presence behind the statue as well. All right. So, since I read this in my head, and I believe I have to say it in Draconic for it to... It is written in Draconic, yeah. Yes. Activate. I'm going to kind of whisper it to you guys of what it says. Yeah, volume's definitely been the key before, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> just, no just... If you just say it in common, it should be fine. Say it in yeah, Pig it Latin. Be. <laughs> say it backwards <laughs> in Pig Latin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I tell you guys that stuff about the thing and lighting the, the spirit. He wants me to sell some of its new makeup products. <laughs> can you say it again and slower so people can read it you, down? Can you say again what it, what it said? Yeah. <laughs> it reads, let the sorceress power illuminate my spirit. Now it's been a while, so definitely take a look at your character sheets Remember, you can make, you know, sometimes I'll prompt you for general perception stuff, but you guys can do investigations, look at certain specific elements. And if you don't want to deal with it at all, you came in from the door to the side of the room and there's another door to the north. I would like to do an arc... Nope. I would like to do a... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't worry about the numbers. Yeah, I would like to do an Arcana check. Sure. <laughs> I would like to do an Arcana check. Roll that so dice. Dice are further away this time, so. Nine. You're having trouble? I mean, you feel like you're on to something investigating the arcane properties of this statue, but you're just not very good at it. Guys. Um, I'm really good at Arcana stuff, and I can't figure this out. Maybe someone who's just slightly better than I am could could figure that out. Yeah, Cass is going to come do an Arcana check as well. Nope. <laughs> well, if you're helping each other out, then you can roll a roll with advantage. Oh, yeah, we're helping each other out. You can roll with advantage. Sure. Yep. 18. All right. So yeah, working together, you do start to get a sense of its arcane nature, and you believe it's giving off an aura of transmutation. Ooh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sorcerer's Power. I don't know. No. Okay. Sorcerer's Power, illuminate my spirit. <laughs> This has gone off the rails early, you guys. <laughs> that took five minutes. Um, yeah. Can I use my stone cunning to make a history check on the uh, the origin of these dragon dudes? Yeah, dudes. sure. Ooh, so math is bad. That'd be a twenty-one. Okay, that's very Ooh. good. So I'd say with your high roll and with the fact that you've gone through most of the upper layer of the Citadel, you know very well that, again, this is the same design as a lot of the rest of the rooms. Um, The first statue you saw did give you a boon of providing um, basically potions of fire breath. 
That second statue you saw, you didn't activate because you were a little creeped out by it. And if you had a sense trying to place, um, you know, the purpose based on its design, uh, it's probably more similar to that first statue you saw compared to the, the second one you decided not to, to tinker with. Um, this is likely set up by worshippers um, uh, of the dragon. Can I cast light on the statue? I'm just thinking, like, if it says illuminate my spirit, sorceress power illuminate my spirit, I'm wondering, like, magical light maybe does something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is that a cantrip from you? It is, yes. I have to go up and touch the statue, though. Where are you going to touch it? Okay. I'm going to touch it right on the dragon cock. <laughs> Okay, you caress that stony cock, and the dragon starts to glow of a clean white light. Um, the reddish my hue, ass. <laughs> the reddish hue is still there, though it's being mixed with the light now put off by the statue. But you notice distinctly with this move that the inky shadows behind the statue are a hard barrier against the light. So as much as it disperses through the room, as soon as it hits the shadow behind the statue, it stops. Grow up, Matt. Okay, so the the, the shadows behind it are unaffected by the light. Mm Mm-hmm. And prevents you from seeing, like, the wall behind it. Does anyone have... uh, Some some of us have dark vision, right? I don't. I I do. do. Can you see in, like, past the shadows? Can you see... I don't know, can I? No, you cannot. Ooh. Magic shadows. It's Sounds probably like awesome a decent assumption. Ooh, can we... Can we? T- okay, so does the reddish light... Is it only in front of the dragon? Or is it all around? It's only in front within that inner crescent where okay. the um, runes are written. Is it possible... Like, is this dragon statue on a swivel is it possible for us to turn it around uh you can go up and give it a little shove and investigate the base of it um but nothing will really come from it oh, can i can i snap the the We're neck so good with puzzles snap the neck snap the neck of the dragon and make the head look around <laughs> you'll have to reach okay, right thanks. up and probably get your like hands behind the statue if you wish to do that does anybody have anything reflective? Might be able to like reflect some of the light in behind it. So Tim, did you go up and like grab the statue and attempt well, to move it? I'll I guess I would maybe I'll first do an investigation check to see if I notice like are there any parts of the statue that look like they move or if it's just like one solid block of stone. But could you not like when the eyes are empty, could we put something in the eyes? Could we put like do something with the eyes. My investigation went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I look at the eyes? Yeah. And investigate. Yeah. Eleven. I mean, you're looking specifically to see like if something would fit into there. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't look like they're necessarily a setting, like a gem or something used to be in there. They're just kind of shallow, sunken eyes where a creepy red glow kind of still illuminates. 
To answer Kasten's question, I do have the only reflective type thing I have is a large glass jug. You could borrow it if you want to try. We're not trying to recreate the like a Pink Floyd album cover. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would cut it. No. Hmm. Um, okay, I guess I'll I guess I'll ask one of the strong ones to to see if I can help. If they can help me, like, see if any parts of the statue move. Sure, I'll help break a neck if you want. Yeah, what, you want to try and actually, like, turn the whole statue or what? Uh, if if it's possible, yeah, I, I think so. All right, so if we kind of all grab on the base um, and see if we can sort of spin it. Mm-hmm. All right, so Castan and Hugo, you walk up to the statue. Yeah. All right. As you get up to it, you go to grab it and get a good purchase. And the shadow behind the statue shifts. It suddenly moves out from behind the statue into a corner of the room and forms into a living shadow. Please roll initiative. What? All right, Peter Pan. I'm here for this. This creepy AF. Uh, I got a 12. Nope, wait. Uh, 11. 12. 9. 8. All right. So the shadow will go first. It very much is like a spooky living shadow. From the uh, Tim Burton's version of Peter Pan. Its form kind of shifts as it moves. So it's not like it walks forward, but it kind of shifts its form and just appears more in a, in a humanoid-ish form uh, while it's close to you. Like a human-sized humanoid? That's right. The only kind. Uh, I don't know who's where, so I'm going to roll a dice. And it's going to attack the stand. So it hand, its hand kind of lashes out at you. And does a 17 hit? Yes. So it's going to deal six damage to you. But this damage is necrotic. So when it touches you, you feel kind of an evil anti-life enter your body. And... Well. Matt, can you roll a d4 for me? Yep. What'd you get? Uh, Three. Your strength is reduced by three. Ugh. All right. So next up in initiative is Hella. Oh, dear. That's no bueno. (laughs) I feel so useless in these situations. I feel so weak. Do uh, shadows respond to axes? I don't think so, but... Uh. I know, I'm like, how do I stab a shadow? <laughs> I'll be the... Uh, uh. Just imagine it's Ghost Carson. All right, I guess I'll... Uh, trial and error here. I'm just going to attempt to throw a hand axe and see what happens. Um, how far yeah, away am ahead. I from him? It, I guess? You're quite close. I'd say you're uh. you're no more than five or ten feet away. Okay. Alright. Ooh, that was a seven to hit. 
Or pardon me, six. Well, yeah, that's not going to do it. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, Run away! Mm, one, I think it's once a long okay. rest. Okay, no, I'm done. All right, so next up will be Castan. I have no idea what to do with this thing. So is, this is technically a creature then, yes? Yes, it is a creature. And okay. from from the hit that you took, you get the sense it's quite like a, a an evil along the lines of like an undead creature. Huh. I'm going to cast fairy fire at this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to make a dex saving throw. Will do. Against uh it rolled an 8. Oh, 13. Okay, so you failed. So, you are outlined in, let's say, blue light uh, and shed dim light in a 10-foot radius, and now any attack roll against it has advantage. Yeah, it gets illuminated in this blue light flame and light. You can tell it's not very happy about it. It's, you know, normally it was shifting, it looked, you know, kind of incorporeal, and, and now it, it definitely doesn't seem to have, you know, the same uh, shifty ability that it once did. Nice. And uh, also, I want to... Could I, like... Uh, would it be, like, a bonus action or a free action just to eat some of my good berries that I have on me? Uh, have like you casted action? the spell already? I already like, cast the spell, yeah. Like, recently? Oh, good berry? Yeah, I have five good berries still. Yeah, I'll let you do it. All right, next up in turn order will be Thorn. Now, Tim has light on his uh, shield. He no, did. it's on, it's it's now on the on dragon the penis. Yep. Oh, dragon penis. <laughs> but Erky still has light coming from his beating his stick. His penis. Okay. <laughs> the old beaten stick. Um, does the <laughs> Ooh, okay composure does the shadowy thing seem to be reacting to his beating stick um no not not that light source no I mean it's it's definitely reacted to the fairy fire. Yeah. This is when I wish I had some sort of spells. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you do get the sense from that spell, like, it, it would be much easier to hit now that it's outlined in fire. I'm going to use my sharp bow. Sure. And fire an arrow at it. So you okay. have advantage. Uh, 14 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Uh, eight piercing damage. Okay. So, yeah, you you might not have figured it, but shooting an arrow at a shadow seems to have done quite a significant amount of damage to it. It kind of hits and slows down rather than sticking into it, but the force from the shot dissipates um, a lot of the shadowy figure of this creature. But it's still there, still standing. So next up is Hugo. 
Yeah, I don't want this thing to get another turn, so I'm going to bust out Guiding Bolt. I got a total of 13. I'm going to use my Inspiration because I'm worried that might be just a bit too low. Fuck. Are you kidding me? I rolled three eights. So 13 is the number. It hits. I yell at, I hope you like some radiant damage, you bastard. Uh, seven points of radiant damage. All right. You feel your spell hit, and you get a sense that it dealt more damage than you would have expected. In fact, the radiant light seems to tear through the shadows. It kind of screams like a wordless scream. You feel the thing, the anger coming off of it um, before the few wisps of shadow break up and dissipate and the creature is gone. Well, that's what good spellcasting nice. can do. Excellent job. Now that this living shadow has been defeated, you can see clearly around the statue. Um, the bit of red glow still stands. Um, the statue does remain the same for the most part. Uh, you can all make another perception check for me. Just while we're perceiving too, Cass is going to kind of clap a hand on uh, Hugo's shoulder and just say, well done, friend. Yeah, when you when you clasp a hand on him, it's a pretty weak hand. <laughs> the strength and then I, loss... cough, I cough a few times. <laughs> yeah, you feel your strength is still a bit dissipated, um, but hopefully that returns with time. So I got a 20 on hopefully. my perception check. <laughs> That's 15. Yeah. I got an 8. <laughs> Now that the shadow's missing from behind the statue, you do notice that there is a stone in the wall that is loose and kind of sticking out from the normal flush stonework. Might ask Hella to investigate to see if she I can... I go touch the stone! Never mind. <laughs> yeah, if you, can, if you touch it, you can tell it's kind of loose in its footing. Could probably pretty easily pry it out. Pry it out! Okay, when you do so, you see that there's a little carved out space behind it and you find some loose monies and a total of 34 gold as well as two flasks of alchemist fire guys i found some alchemist fire and i hand them the alchemist fire did you find anything else (laughs) of course she did she'll never admit (laughs) it i know i know (laughs) so is uh, alchemist fire is that the same as the stuff that we got from that at first dragon statue no, that was a potion of fire breath. Alchemist fire oh, is more fire like breath. a little fire bomb bottle. You can throw it, and it'll oh, burst like into a, flames. Like a Molotov cocktail, basically. Yeah, or potentially you could like pour it on something, and it would it would light spontaneously. Interesting. Yeah, it's Sorcerer's a it's a power. decently common adventuring item. Gets rid of your pubes real fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know from experience. <laughs> um. Do you think that would be considered sorceress power? Make a wisdom check if you like. Sure. Oh, nat 20. Yeah, you don't think so. <laughs> you, you think this is... Fucking waste of a 20. <laughs> you think this is nope. probably your best bet from your, your great wisdom is very similar to the first statue that you managed to activate, where reading the words tends to be uh, yeah, the activation the element. All right, so I'm going to read the words out loud in Draconic. 
All right. Where are you standing when you read them? Or who is standing where? I guess you were close to the statue. Yes, I was touching the loose rock and handing them the alchemist fire, which is the only thing I found in that hole. All right. So I'm going to say you're, 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 you're kind of standing within the perimeter of the runes, and as you read it out loud, a puff of spectral flame harmlessly envelops you, and you can tell that you have been granted advantage on charisma checks for 24 hours. Yeah, this is bullshit. She gets all the gold, and then she gets a magical fire <laughs> bonus. <laughs> Whatever, let's carry on. <laughs> Somebody's just really upset and jealous that I'm so awesome right now. Uh, I'm the one who fucking one-shotted Wait, that Erky, ghost, Erky. okay? Erky also speaks Draconic, right? I think he does. I would tell, Cass will tell him to go try as well. See if it works for him. He goes, sure. He walks up, he says the words, he spreads his arms out wide, and nothing happens. Yeah, worth <laughs> a shot. Seems like the power you. has dissipated for now. The second time it's just regular fire. <laughs> 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 oh no, my pubes! <laughs> Manscaping back in this era was was a brutal endeavor. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. The path in front of you lies to the north. A simple wooden door leads into the next room. Uh, as you guys enter, uh, this kind of looks like a small library slash office. There's some uh, leaning and fallen stone bookshelves. Um, there's a clear path that connects the wooden door you entered to another door on the north wall. And there's a bunch of torn and burnt pages, bindings, and scrolls uh, strewn about in disordered piles in the corners of the room. Can we do some investigation and look at some of the scrolls and papers? Yeah. yeah. See if any of those might be spell scrolls or anything. Mm-hmm. So what should we roll? Investigation or what? You could do investigation or some perception checks. Investigation would be more investigating, like, certain books and stuff. Um, perception will let you kind of root around the room in a more general sense. I got a 24 on perception. 14 on investigation. All right. So I'll say, Hugo, you, you go through and start s- sorting through the piles. There's a lot of torn up pages or just, like, empty book bindings but you find a few things that are intact. And with um, Thorn assisting, you're able to pick out the intact items and identify them. And so what you come to find as a group is a spell of scor- uh, a spell of Scorching Ray, a spell scroll of Melf's Acid Arrow, as Milf's well as- Acid Arrow? <laughs> Melf's Acid Arrow. I knew you were gonna say it out loud. <laughs> And a tome of dragon lore that's bound in dragon scale and written in draconic. (gasps) Can I read that book? You can read the book. It doesn't seem like it has any arcane effects, um, but it does seem like it would have some value from it. You would estimate about 150 gold pieces if you sold it to the right person. It's very well put together, and the scaling on the outside is quite beautiful. 
Cool. Well, you can keep that and sell it if you want. Look at me being kind and sharing my wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and you can choose among you who keeps the <laughs> scrolls on their person. Okay, can you say what the scrolls were again? One is Scorching Ray, and the other is Melf's Acid Arrow. I mean, does it make sense to spread out like the spellcasting ability to the non-spellcasters? No. Uh, it depends on if they would use it. Oh, I guess I'll hang on to them for now, I suppose. Unless, Katie, do you want one? Sure. All right. Scorching Ray Romano. Oh, this fire, this fire is hot, Deborah. I just annoy people to death. <laughs> or the I mean... milf, the milf acid arrow. <laughs> the milf ass. No. I mean, I wouldn't say no to a spell after that last uh, battle. All I right. feel mm-hmm. a little useless. So. You take the acid arrow. Okay. And I'll hang on to Scorching Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, my brother's tall. Great. <laughs> Since you guys did a very good job of searching through this room, you feel pretty confident that you found, uh, you know, the key items here. Seems like you've rooted through it in a very efficient fashion. So, if you guys choose to continue on... Yes. So, as you open the door to the north, it opens up to a damp and crumbled hallway with a set of stairs that descend sharply... Um, as you make your way forward, the stairs descend about 15 feet. There's an 18 f- or an eight foot high stone corridor, and it kind of passes below that uh, hallway of um, gardens that you saw previously, and then rises up on the other side. It's it's really just a plain musty hallway. But you make your way down this path for a while. I'm gonna put light um, back on my shield, you by the way. Come up the other side. It's no, no use on the dragon penis anymore. Yeah, there's not too much of interest here. You make your way along. Uh, so as I said, it heads, heads under where you saw the garden galleries before. Uh, there's a bit of a turn, and it heads south for quite a while. You probably walk for a good 10-15 minutes before you finally see the end of the hall approaching and there are two doors on the uh, east side of the hallway one of them is uh, quite a nice looking wood door it's secure in its framing and it's got a clear handle and lock mechanism to it the other one is um, it, it looks like it's just like a latch to open the door which will you choose to enter? The one with the, uh, just the latch first? Seems like that's probably less of a, an actual way to go, so maybe would... I'll check that door. Alright, so if you check it, it opens easily. Um, as it swings open, you can tell that this being the further door from the way you came, it opens up into a wider area. And as it opens up, you you see a door, like it would be on your left side, and it gives you the sense that um, the room with the locked door is like framed in this. So you could pass by this room totally and continue on, um, 
but you see like a door on this side of the room that matches the door from the hallway. Does that make sense to you guys? No. So like <laughs> you've gone you've gone south down this hallway and then you yeah. enter the second door to the east. As you do that, you can see like the other the southern wall from that room. So basically if you take the second door, you'll pass right by that room with the locked doors. So you can either continue on without investigating the locked room. No, we should investigate that. Okay. Investigate the shit out of that door. Yeah, when you could take a look, it's it's clearly locked and it's a maintained locking mechanism. Uh, you would guess that you would need some skills and probably thieves tools to attempt to open it. Who doesn't one of us have like a lock pick? Didn't one of us do that last time? Yeah. Is that you? Yeah. Right, so I'll say, Thorn, do you want to try and uh, do this? Unlock this door? Yeah, I do. Maybe just before she does that, can I do a, a quick like investigation or perception to see if there's if it seems like there's a trap on the door? Yeah, roll those dice. I'd say it's an investigation. Yeah, it's a seven. Yeah, you don't see anything. All right. I touched the perfectly bald like straight line down my head where the scythe hit me before and I'm just like reminiscing about the trap door <laughs> so I'm just gonna pick the lock sure See do you have goes. proficiency with thieves tools yeah okay so you can add your proficiency bonus to whatever your role is I think I do at least mm-hmm. don't I you've got expertise Expertise, thieves tools, double proficiency bonus. Well, you double, can add double your proficiency. Yes. Take your proficiency Don't. bonus and double it. It's a good thing I do that. Thirteen. <laughs> with a double with proficiency bonus. bonus. <laughs> um, you feel like you should be able to accomplish this, but this try was unsuccessful. You would have to spend a bit more time if you wanted to continue working at it. Spend more time. Do it. You guys up to spend more time here while I would do this thing? Yep. Does that mean I roll again? Yeah. <laughs> Not 20. There you go. You learned a valuable lesson from your first failure. And you My get it the second failure. time. <laughs> yeah, I've never had any more, any other failures ever. So you manage to unlock the door, and as it swings open, <clears throat> what you see is there is a layer of soil that covers the floor. There's rough wooden shelves filled with a scattering of tomes and scrolls. Uh, these line the north and east walls. There's a rough-hewn desk that stands in the center of the chamber. There's fungus on the ceiling that provides light and apparently insufficient quantity to nourish several small bushes and pale saplings that grow in the soil. This is a weird room. Are these the fucked these up saplings? saplings look anything like the ones that were... Yeah. <laughs> you give a look, and these particular saplings are not um, twig blights. Lucky for them. Very it looks like this is a well-used office compared to, say, that small kind of library room that you were just in a moment ago. This looks much more um, used. So um, do I notice any footprints on the floor walking to and from the desk, or is it just kind of like all over the place? Uh, you can do a perception check. 
Okay. 18? You look around, like, there's no necessarily, um, like, footprints that stand out that you can tell, you know, someone's been here and used it fairly regularly. Um, you can go about the room with that perception check, and you start to notice there are a number of intact scrolls, books, and tomes. Yeah, I want to read the paperwork and stuff now. I just wanted to make sure I could walk in certain places. It was not, like, trapped or... No, it's a little bit mushy, but it doesn't seem like there's any, like, uh, creatures or anything here. Do we all want to do some investigating again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 19? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got a 16. 11? I'm rolling trash again. 7. All right. So as you start looking through some of the paperwork here, you see a number of things. It seems like there's handwritten ledgers recording growth, precipitation, harvests, and similar notes um, that seem to be relating to like growing details um, that are logged over the last dozen years. Um, some things that stand out is there's a draconic tome that's titled Treasures of the Fire Lords. Um, there is... An erotic fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> there is a spell scroll of Entangle. A spell scroll of protection from poison. And another tome that's in Druidic. And it is Druidic theories on the cycle of life and death. There is also a cubbyhole in the desk um, that's not necessarily locked, but a bit jammed. You could probably pry that open with some effort. The two scrolls are easily identifiable. The books are a bit unique in nature. You could do an investigation if you wanted to further look at them. Yeah, I was going to say, if I could look at the the thing about the life and death to see if there's any, like, sticky notes or notes in the margin or, like, anything highlighted in there that might give us a clue as to what the hell's going on down here. Yeah, roll an investigation on that one. Six. All right. You leaf through the book. It's not like you get any clear insights, um, but because you you were looking specifically to see how it related, you would guess that this is being used um, in conjuncture with the ledger of keeping notes of, like, soil conditions and all that. So it all ties together that someone seems to be studying growth, likely related to, um, like, the garden galleries and the weird, you know, growth of these twig blights and everything. Uh, the book itself probably has a decent value um, of, again, around 150 gold points. Woo! I'll put that in my explorer's pack. Cass is just going to ask Hugo, like, do you do you speak Druidic? Can, or can, can you read Druidic? Uh, With that check, not very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I do. I was just wondering if I could if I could maybe have a look at the book. Oh sure, yeah, take a take a gander. All right. If okay. you read Druidic, I'm not even going to make you roll. This is very okay. specifically like a, a book about, you know, some Druid wrote this on many tips and recommendations on how to grow different plant life in different settings. Um, it's quite detailed, and you would guess that there's some good specific information 
on um, how to grow, you know, these strange plants in the underground environment where they wouldn't normally grow. All right. Uh, so if you're going to, if you want to hang on to this book, then I'll just hand it back to you. Um, but I'll say you should hang on to that, uh, the ledger as well then, because we can maybe sort of study these. Mm, get our own garden going on. Well, I mean, maybe there's information in here that could, uh, I don't know, help, help us with this whole golden apple thing or not golden special secret apple (laughs) whatever the hell it is uh potentially even maybe trying to bring bring that to the surface anyone else okay okay i guess i'll grab i'll hang on to the scrolls then if no one else is all right taking although i don't need the i don't need the scroll of entangle someone else should take that because i already i know that spell i'll take it yeah, okay, so there was another book called The Treasures of the Fire Lords. Yep, Treasures I'm, of the Fire Lords. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I, I'm going to flip through that book. Is it... <laughs> Sounds like a YA novel. <laughs> is, it, is it just written in uh, in common? The, t- the title on the front is in Draconic. Oh, Draconic. Never mind. Hey, uh, Erky, can you, can you read this? <laughs> Don't even ask me. I look directly at you, and then I say, Hey, Erky, <laughs> can you read this? All right. So you hand this over to Erky. Um, he's going to take a moment and look over it and do a bit of an investigation check. He rolls a 19, so that's not half bad. Investigation is intelligence, but he's not that smart, so it's just a 19. He looks a little concerned so yeah he says hey, I, I you know I could read it and then you know he opens the front page and it's blank which is a little strange um, he just says eh, I get a bad feeling about this uh, I think I better just leave this alone so he'll, he'll just hand it back to you Thorn do you have a bad feeling about it <laughs> trying so hard to be like part of me wants to be thorn was to be like well i'll just read it and grab it from him but i'm like i know it's bad don't do it thorn don't do it would thorn do it though basically a fire no. lord right now with Cass that is just gonna hand the book to thorn charisma fire that's all over you oh my gosh mm-hmm. what did he roll and wasn't very intelligent a 19 but that was to investigate it and then he just basically decided he didn't want to read it because he had a bad feeling can I invest an uh, arcana check or something on it? Yeah, do an arcana check. Uh, 13 arcana check? Can't identify what kind of arcane energies are in this book, but you feel arcane energies. This has got some serious arcane energies, guys. Matt. <laughs> yeah, even with your low roll, it comes through quite clearly. This is strong. Erky, you just got a bad feeling about it? Yeah, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's gnomish for bad feeling. It's so cute. Uh, You know what? I'm not scared of anything. I open the book. Alright. So as you open it, the first page is blank. You continue to flip through. And as you flip, 
on to the third page of the book. An arcane ruin is clearly printed in the center of the page. It glows with power and activates. <laughs> Suddenly, a burst of cold comes from the book, spreading from the book, covering the room. <laughs> you all feel a chill deep into your bones. Is this, are we still in the plant room? You're still in like this office kind are of. Are we room. destroying this guy's like ecosystem? <laughs> it's his fault for leaving the book out. <laughs> I'd like you all to make a dexterity saving throw. Berkey fails. Thirteen. Nineteen. Seven. Oh my gosh, I have plus five and I still only got eleven. So Hugo and Thorn are the only ones who fail. You don't manage to cover yourselves. And as the cold hits you straight on, you're going to take some damage. Mm-mm. <laughs> I've never been defeated Come by a book. Me anyway. uh, <laughs> this isn't great. Uh, you take 22 damage. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an intense spell. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Frost I'm... covers the room. Oh. Items in the room aren't damaged, but the I'm... heat is seeped out of your body. It's like you lose Dead? all of your internal temperature. I am at zero. Yeah, I'm, I'm below zero. So you both pass out. But then the cold stops, and the normal ambient temperature of the room comes back. Quick, put some alchemist fire on my pubes. <laughs> I will say, even those who passed are gonna end up taking 11 damage, because you oh. still oh receive my damage. God. Holy yeah. shit. I still almost go unconscious. <laughs> wow. So okay. happy I read that book. Um... Cass is in absolute shock and just looks at, <laughs> looks over at Erky and says, I am so sorry. <laughs> to Erky, not the person. Wait, who's is Erky still up? Well, because he's the one who warned us not to. No, Erky um, failed too. Meepo? No. No, Erky, you Erky. said. Oh, Erky. He, he's no, no. still up, but it hurt. It was just you and Hugo that failed. Oh, Erky. Okay. Erky failed too, but. He has oh, a higher. Shit. Apparently, he's much stronger, he's stronger than we are. Yeah. Uh, okay. he, he's not. That's my mistake. He he pretty much is on the brink of passing out as well. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try and. How do you stabilize someone? You can do a medical check on them. What's the call- title of this book again? The title of the book in Draconic was called "Treasures of the Fire Lords." But all the pages were blank, except for the page containing that ruin. So it seems like this was a trapped book. Erky's so smart. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to make a medicine check on uh, Hugo. And that's 21. Oh, so yeah, you stabilize him. And with the high roll, I see he gains consciousness again. So am I at one hit point then? Yeah. I'll do the same thing for Thorn then as well. All right. Oh, that's no good. 
that was only a seven. Okay, you don't manage to stabilize her. Um, I feel like you really didn't try. I'll ask Hella if she can, <laughs> if she can try. Yeah, I can try. Thorn, can you make a roll yourself? Roll a d20. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, um, this is a mechanic I saw online recommended, and I really want to use it, so this is a perfect opportunity. If you can recall a memory from your life, you can potentially earn a bonus to your saving throw. So this, in roleplay, is like your life briefly flashes in front of your eyes. So She's provide remember me all the gold that she found and, and tucked away from her past. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in the dark and scared. I'm holding the hand of my mentor, and he says, "You can be better. Now go." And I run away. Oh, that's so good. I'm giving you a plus three to your roll. Damn. Fifteen. Oh, hell yeah. You stabilize yourself before anyone can come up. Screw you! Damn. You shiver briefly before you feel your body heat come back to you. Cass just kind of looks around the room at everyone and I think is just in shock and I don't know. Does anyone have any healing potions or anything? Okay, first off, I'm a fucking cleric, dude. Okay, second, we should be taking a a short rest to, uh, like, roll some hit die. (laughs) Yeah. Erky Timbers is also a cleric, so he's offering up some healing to anyone who needs. Um, He likes the idea of a short rest as well. So Cass then is going to go close the door and lock it from the inside. Okay. uh, So that we can take this short rest. Um, In the well-used office? Yeah. Okay. And, uh... Okay. Just talking yeah. at your butt now? No, I'm looking at... I have natural recovery, and I need to figure out what that is. I think that's just for spell slots. All right, Erky. I should have listened to you in that bad feeling. Get over here and touch me and make me feel better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you guys are doing the short rest, do you want to use hit dice first? Yeah. 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 And, then, and then he'll help top up whatever is missing. I'm also going to use natural recovery to regain one of my spell slots. So is that the only rune in the book, or do you want to keep reading and see what happens in chapter two? Yeah, let's see if we can fully die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was the only thing written in the entire book. The rest of the book is completely blank. I, ca- I kind of got like a weird thrill from that. I think we should do it again like um, flatliners. <laughs> See if there's something on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just throw the book at your head. I use Mage Hand to grab it in midair. I'm just curious, like, if we are are looking at this book now, does it seem like this was just, like, a one-time a one-time spell that then once expended is, is done? Or is this, does it seem like something that would maybe regenerate after some time or something? Um... No, the arcane feeling from the book has faded, and even the runes on the page are almost damaged from the frost. Mind you, nothing else in the room is damaged by this frost, but um, it seems like it's a one and done. This has dissipated. Okay, so I got back up to 11 11 hit points. Nice. I'm back up to 14. Okay, have you all used up hit dice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is anyone still decently injured? Nope. 
Um, I'm at eleven okay, of Erky seventeen. Can so cast cure wounds. I suppose um, not to help you guys too much, but there may also be some good berries in your future. In the future, sure. <laughs> well, like or now, short future. Well, but yeah, Erky totally offers up uh, a cure wound spell to anyone who may need it. Why don't you help a fellow cleric out there, Ergie? Sure thing. Uh, you here healed for 11 points. Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> Ergie T in the house. This is obviously metagaming, but like, are, is there going to be, do you think, an opportunity for a long rest at some point? Hard to say, I guess. I just don't want to use too many spell slots. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to end up fighting some kind of a big bad at some point. Roll a wisdom so I check. Think, roll a wisdom check? Yeah. Nope. That's a five. Yeah, you don't know, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold off on the good berries for now. Everyone, Everyone's kind of feeling okay now, right? Yeah. yeah. So a short rest is normally about 20 minutes. I'd say about 15 minutes into you guys... Uh, taking this rest, you hear a rattle at the door to the south. And if you listen carefully, some faint goblin voices. It seems like you may have attracted some attention. Was there, there's only one. There's, there's only a door, one door from the east on the, on the, sorry, on the west side of the room. You like pass by that in the hallway. And then there would have been another door to the south from that second door. So. It's it's the southern door going into the chamber you haven't explored yet that you hear the rattle and the voices of some goblins. But the room that we're in only has the one door, right? The one no, it has through? two. One to the hallway, oh. one to that room that you just like peeked your head into. Oh, okay. Is, is does that... that door also have a lock on it? Yeah. It does. So the door didn't open, but someone tried to open it. I wonder if we should like put the book like leave the book there and like all of us play dead and see if they come in to, to, to what end yeah what's the, <laughs> to get an attack of opportunity or maybe but i guess we're not really that hostile with the goblins anymore are we we don't know what kind of goblins are going to come through that door how long into our rest are we you're about 15 minutes so before you heard the rattle at the door but it was only one kind of check of the door the lock holds you hear some faint voices, and then that's it. It goes silent again. Can we just leave? <laughs> you can leave, but the way forward goes to where uh, the sounds came from. Okay. Let's just go. Wait, goblin friends. No, no, no. I say we go where the goblins are. The goblins coming from where we need to be going. Where the, the apple is. I kind of agree. So it's been... A f- what? It's been a few minutes now then, right? Since we've heard the goblins? Yeah, you're able to, like, finish your short rest. Okay, so uh, Cass is going to put his ear up to the door and just hear if he can... See if he can hear anything outside in that other room. Okay, roll a perception check. Twelve. All is quiet. Alright, so I'll just kind of whisper to the group and say, I think maybe they've... Maybe they've left. We're probably safe to go out. But, uh... You know, maybe have your weapons ready, just in case. And then I will unlock the door. Yeah, so I'll just kind of slowly open the door and go through. Uh, roll another perception check. Ah, six. 
Okay, you walk out. Do others follow? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Are they waiting to see if I get hit by an arrow yeah. or something? We assume that he was perceptive enough. <laughs> How wrong you are. <laughs> so as you open to this, open the door, so what you see is this is like the, the wall that this room shares and the wall of the hallway are the construction of the citadel. But it soon opens up into rough hewn walls in a large expansive area. Twigs and roots are piled on the floor of this sagging chamber. The collapsed southern wall opens into a vast cavern. Luminescent fungus on the rough walls and high roof loom over a twilight grove of sickly briars, bushes, saplings, and other woody plants. Ruined walls and hollow towers protrude from the briars. And as you all step out into this space, four goblins pop out. It's a goblin ambush. Please roll initiative. Mind goblin these nuts. Goblin bastards. I got a four for initiative. Three. I got a fourteen. Sixteen. Sixteen and a fourteen. So the goblins will actually get a chance to go first because they successfully ambushed you guys. Um, two of them will fire short bows. Um, let's go. One will be at Hella. And does a six hit? <laughs> no. <laughs> so an arrow whizzes by your head. The second one also shoots at you, sorry. Oh. Does a 13 hit? It does not. Okay, so two arrows whiz by you. The other two charge forward. Uh, one will go to Castan since he walked in the room first. He will swing this rusty blade at you. Does an 11 hit? Nope. Okay, and the other one will swing at Hugo. Does a 15 hit? Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Damn. Not very skilled goblins. <laughs> two of them are right in your face. The other two with bows are probably about 15 feet back. It's got that rich family armor. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of a little bit of a strong initiative, one of the goblins will actually go again. He's another archer. He will shoot at Hugo this time and miss. Absolutely miss terribly. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is Thorn. Not much of an archer, obviously. All right, I'm going to stab some people. Heck yeah. Oh, goblins. All right, which one's closest to me? Because that's the one uh, I'm there's, there's two, like, in melee distance of you. Well, and I'm going to stab the one alone. on my right. We're here to set you free from life. Yeah, 18? Yeah, that hits. 10? Oof. That's 10 damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the kind of hide leather armor does absolutely nothing against your weapon. Y you make a clean cut, and he falls to the ground. Next up is Hugo. You have one uh, goblin with a rusty, rusty blade and shield, 
close to you. Were you going to say rusty spoon? That's what I was going to say. It's a big sharpened spoon, like a stirring spoon for a big pot with a sharpened edge to it. And a shield. And then two more goblins with short bows slightly back. Oh, come on. We know they have sporks. And salad fingers with like... Hi, Mr. Hubert Comerdale. <laughs> nope. Stop it. Stop it. I like rusty spoons. No. What is this? No. I have nightmares about this still. How did you not know? You don't know him at all? I don't think so. Do I have disadvantage if I'm uh, blasting a firebolt at this goblin right in front of me? Yeah, you would have disadvantage on attack roll if you're within five feet of a hostile creature. Yeah, okay. But you're also not engaged, and it's only five feet. So you could you could easily step away enough. Oh, okay. Well then, um, yeah, I guess I'll do firebolt then. Mm, that's a, only a twelve. And you were doing it against one of them with the um, bladed weapon and shield. Uh, whichever one swung at me. Then uh, yes, your firebolt. He manages to put up the uh, makeshift wooden shield. The firebolt hits it. The goblin doesn't take any damage, but it seems like his shield is a bit of a piece of junk at this point. <laughs> Poor. <laughs> and I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll say, if you if you flee now, we'll show mercy and let you leave. Uh, the one of the goblin archers in the back screams at you, says, "Filthy intruders!" And then he yells, "Aid us, protector of the Twilight Grove!" Uh oh. That's not going to be good for us. Did they? It does, Sounds fun. Is that goblin for I accept your terms? <laughs> uh, you don't think so. Erky Timbers will go next. He uh, kind of sneaks up behind the one you just blasted with your fireball, and he'll pull out his uh, club. <laughs> just sneaking up He's behind the one. Sneaking up behind him. Be like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, no. he, uh, He's extra quiet because he has no pubes <laughs> Yeah, that's what gives it away when you're trying to do stealth Is the rustling of your pubes <laughs> Oh my god I don't know a fucking jungle is happening Oh loud and why are you <laughs> I don't know what gnome pubes are like Wait, what is that sound? It's the so crunching he, of pubes he hits the goblin Um he hits the goblin, but it doesn't do too much damage. Google's how loud are pews. Alright. Next up, then. The goblin that has been attacked in melee range of you will turn and strike at Erky. And he's gonna hit. Deals five damage to Erky Timbers. Alright, and then one of the goblins will shoot an arrow. It's gonna be at Hella. And it's a 17 to hit. That does it. That's uh, six damage. And next up it will be Castan. I'm going to uh, pull out my shield and also cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. And then I want to attack the one that... uh, that hit Erky. All right. Oh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that doesn't. 
10 bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Alright, as you bring your enchanted staff down on this goblin, he tries to raise the scorched shield, and the wood crumbles. It absorbs next to no force from your attack. And because he was expecting the shield to block, the blow lands square in his face, crushing his skull and instantly killing him. Next up in order is going to be Hela. All that remains is the two goblin archers about 15 feet away. Okay, can I move towards the uh, the one that got me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use my battle axe on him. Yeah. Oh, thank God, I finally rolled half decently. That's 24. Yeah, that's going to hit. Half decent, 24. Eight slashing damage. That is enough. They have small frames, and your battle axe is large. Uh, It cuts right through. You've defeated another goblin. Only one remains. And, because of initiative order, Thorn is next up. Stabby. (laughs) You have to run up to it. Yeah, I run up to whatever one's the closest to me to stab it. Heck yeah. 18? That's gonna hit. And 10 piercing again. Jeez. Wow. That does it. You stab the life out of him. (laughs) Yeah. Because of your quick actions, even though the one yelled out, uh, they weren't able to flee or move position. As the last goblin falls, you can tell that sound in this large cavern echoes quite well. Um... But no threats seem to come up uh, as of right now. Again, as you kind of take stock of your situation, again, you're now... The only way forward is into this vast cavern lit by glowing mushrooms, completely covered in spiky brambles and trees and weird plants. I'm excited to travel. Let's go. Yeah, I vote we haul ass before whatever they called arrives. Should we check these goblins first, see if they have anything on them? Loot their butts? Just like if they have any keys or anything. Loot their butts. Loot their butts. I said haul ass. This is not your time for food styling. <laughs> Let's lose up in my butt. In my butt. That's so bad. That's so bad. No loot is in that butt. The goblin butt. (laughs) Unfortunately, they just have the crude weapons and armor on them. So, ahead of you is the Twilight Grove. There are plenty of pale, spindly briars pressed close, casting twisted shadows on the earthen floor in the violet mushroom light. 